However, remember what we're talking about here. We're talking about the inspired word of God reporting on what is the single most important event in human history, if true. And I think that internal consistency is the very least we could expect from the sources which we're relying upon to provide us with evidence for that uh, occurrence. Okay, um, Woman at the Tomb, classic one. What are your thoughts, Josh? I mean, I think I, I have a lot of more thoughts which is applicable here, though I, though I would perhaps leave them to a bit later because I think it, it perhaps fits in with a more kind of, also another of his arguments, so I'll leave that to later. But what I think is very interesting here is just, well, what exactly are, what exactly is the role of the Bible when we're talking about the historical case for the resurrection. And, I, and now I don't want fundamentalists to run, run into Hong Kong and fly to Hong Kong to rip my head off when I'm mm -hmm. saying this, but I think that if we're looking at this purely from the perspective of, well, is the, is the resurrection historically accurate or, or, or whatever you want to formulate the argument as, what we have to look at it is, well, these sources should be seen as historical sources, not necessarily religious documents or, or holy scriptures which have to follow inerrancy. And of course, you could say, well, maybe on a theological level, you want to affirm this inerrancy, but I don't necessarily see the, that, that that has to be the case if we're just purely looking at it from the lens of this argument. And that's just something that we might want to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, like, so like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not convinced in any way that this is a contradiction first. Mm -hmm. So like I, like, I would hold like inerrancy, like depending on your definition, like I believe like Bible is inerrant and things like that. Like for the sake of this point, I'll just grant Alex, let's say that there is a contradiction here. Um, even though I don't think he in any way fulfills his burden to show how there is a contradiction. Cause I think these are, could be seen as complementary rather than contradictory. But like, let's just say there's a contradiction. I see how that's a problem for building a case for like the resurrection. Like I was taking a class in historiography and we talked about like, when significant events occur, people have different ac accounts of like what happened. Like look at like different testimonies regarding like 9-11. Like when something significant happens, people see different things because it's a very like big event that makes a big mark on them and they forget details and stuff. So like when I look at the, we look at the gospels, it's like when you have this like say a woman at the tomb and there's different accounts, it's like, okay, well, at least to me, it's like, okay, so something happened here. Something significant happened here. Um, it would, I think what, what precisely these discrepancies show is that it wasn't a bunch of people gathered in a room just trying to like neatly put together their story. Um, maybe you want to say it was a hallucination. I'm obviously pretty convinced it's a resurrection. But like, but I think these like discrepancies actually just show that, like something significant happened here, and that's why we have um, these uh, different accounts of what happened in terms of like say the woman at the tomb. Um, and like these are very minor details. Like it's not like John saying Jesus rose from the dead and Luke's not. Like it's just like. It's like one gospel says there's one woman, one says there's two, one says there's three, and they could all be true. Like they can just be complementary of each other. And like, you know, a lot of people have talked about how these can be harmonized. So that's my thoughts. I just don't, like, I honestly see this as something that supports the resurrection rather than counts against it. Like, I, I just want people to understand if there's any takeaway that you come from this uh, video is that there is no such thing as a completely similar or a completely coherent body of work. So I'm not saying a, a completely coherent text. Of course, you could find that. But what we're seeing in the Bible is a body of works. It is a collection of different texts. It's a collection of different um, books put together by different writers. So that's how we should view the Bible. In the same way we're looking at any other thing in history, look at us, all the texts for the Tet Offensive. Look at all the texts for um, the Peloponnesian Wars, anything. Find me a first coherent text uh, or a body of works. You'll never find that. I, I could assure you that unless you find only one person writing about the situation, you'll never find a completely coherent set of works about the text. So that I don't think is a historically a strong argument.